0: Trump baits his enemies into destroying themselves, luring them further and further out into the open for all to see. By Brian Cates. Death by a thousand cuts is not pretty, especially when that death by a thousand cuts is being inflicted on an old man who appears to be suffering from dementia and increasing feebleness In the above screenshot, I've compared a photo of Joe Biden from 2015 with a recent photo of Joe Biden from 2021. At his recent Hawaii snafu, he demonstrated where Biden waited almost two full weeks and through two different vacations to finally mosey on over to the island of Maui to regale the increasingly angry locals with bullshit tales including how he almost lost his precious 67 Corvette Stingray to a small house fire, there is nothing Biden touches that he cannot turn to shit. Of course, the swamp is simultaneously trying to take Donald J. Trump out with their own death-by-a-thousand-cuts strategy as they roll out increasingly ludicrous indictments in multiple states against the GOP's frontrunner. All four indictments explained... Donald Trump has been indicted for a fourth time. A look at the charges he faces and what is happening in each case. It's a graphic. The key difference is Biden's cuts are based on real evidence from real crimes that Biden and his family have committed. The cuts Trump is being hit with are a mirage of smoke and mirrors and bad faith reading of the legal statutes. They do not really seem to be affecting him at all. Donald J. Trump on Truth Social, August 23rd, 2023, 7.50 a.m. My interview with Tucker Carlson will be aired tonight at 9 p.m. Sparks will fly. Enjoy. On Wednesday night, instead of going to the GOP debate and standing on a stage trading insults with a dozen people running more than 40 points behind him, Trump will be sitting down for an interview with journalist Tucker Carlson on the X platform. That interview is likely to top the Fox News coverage of the debate, probably by more than a few million viewers. Carlson's video interviews on X have sometimes generated up to 70 million views, just to hit some of the recent high points. Interview with Vivek Ramaswamy, August 17th, 43.7 million views. Interview with Tristan Tate, August 6th, 48.4 million views. Interview with Andrew Tate, July 11th. 107.3 million views. Pretty sure these interviews were warm-ups for the big one coming tonight. Trump may well hit north of 200 million views by the time that video interview has been up for 24 hours. This is because there is intense interest all around the world when it comes to Trump's legal cases and the prospect of his winning another U.S. presidential election. What might end up being bigger than the interview is the coming... Mother of all mugshots, which is scheduled to be taken on the afternoon of Thursday, August 24th, when Trump travels to Fulton County, Georgia, to be arraigned and to pose for a mugshot that will undoubtedly become an iconic image. Donald J. Trump on Truth Social. Nobody has ever fought for election integrity like President Donald J. Trump. For doing so, I will proudly be arrested tomorrow afternoon in Georgia. God bless the United States of America. That will be the mugshot heard round the world. By nightfall, no doubt about that. Another intriguing post the former president made today is this one, Donald J. Trump on Truth Social. For the first time in three years, brave American patriots will be able, in court, to show how the presidential election of 2020 was rigged and stolen. For those rhinos, radical left Democrats, communists, Marxists, fascists, and others who say don't look back, look forward, they either do do not want to reveal the answers because they got away with murder, or are fools and cowards because we now know the answers to all of the fraud, irregularities, and cheating, and we cannot let it happen again. Now you can read this post that Donald J. Trump just made on Truth Social as demonstrating he is delusional if he really thinks he and his co-defendant team of crack lawyers are going to be allowed to prove anything about the 2020 election theft in Georgia in a state or federal courtroom. It could also be read as demonstrating that Trump knows something is coming that cannot be stopped. We'll have to see how this plays out. Some people expect that this is going to be a show trial, and it doesn't even really matter what defense Trump and his fellow defendants attempt. The judge and a biased jury are going to vote to convict no matter what. What I've learned over the years from observing events like this is that hot takes are pretty much worthless. The mockingbird media have been slathering it on thick for up to three weeks now. How inescapable the fate is that awaits Trump and the 18 other defendants. They are all as good as already in jail to hear them tell it. However, when you come to actually look at the indictment and research it in accordance with the actual RICO statutes in Georgia, glaring, massive, and humongous holes appear in the charges filed by Fulton County DA and rapper groupie Fanny Willis. About half these allegations used to build the claimed RICO criminal conspiracy for which Trump, Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, and the rest are indicted for are patently and manifestly absurd on their face. D.A. Willis is going to hand some team of line prosecutors in Fulton County with a shit case where they are going to have to try to argue with a straight face that Trump, using his social media to ask people to turn on the OANN news channel or Mark Meadows asking for some phone numbers, were key steps in a criminal RICO conspiracy. This trial is going to include some line prosecutor trying to argue with Mr. RICO himself, Rudy Giuliani, the guy who wrote the book on RICO when he busted the New York City mob with it, back in the 1980s and early 90s about a RICO criminal conspiracy Rudy was supposedly involved in. I do not envy the line prosecutors, whoever they end up being. All this is, of course, assuming this shit case even makes it to trial, which is not a given at all. Right now, after the arraignment of all the defendants, the discovery phase begins in earnest, and here's something about that I don't see being mentioned in the fake news either ignorantly or by some weird design. Fanny Willis has assembled a dream team of crack lawyers around Trump who all happened to be the exact same legal team Trump was using to investigate and gather the evidence of the blatant highway robbery we affectionately refer to as the 2020 presidential election in the state of Georgia. Rudy Giuliani, Sidney Powell, Jenna Ellis, John Eastman, and about five other lawyers who will be at the defendant's table invested months of hard work in digging into the Georgia election fraud from November 2020 through the summer of 2021. So it's not like they don't know what records to subpoena or what evidence to enter into the court record. They know quite well what evidence they want to submit. They were not allowed to present any of this evidence they collected in any of the civil cases in Georgia. Judges often dismissed the cases on procedural grounds before perusing any of the evidence. It will be exceedingly hard to pull that off in a criminal trial to convict all 19 defendants, including a former president of the United States, while not allowing them to mount any evidentiary defense against the charges they are facing. Excuse me for saying so, but Fanny Willis does not strike me as being the sharpest knife in the drawer. If she's going to try to match wits by proxy with Trump and Rudy and Sydney, she can be my guest. Trump, the strategic genius, lures his enemies into destroying themselves as he walks away, laughing. Trump is an attention magnet, and something I've been talking about for a while is in play here. Have you noticed in their zeal to take him out before the 2024 election gets here, they are dropping all pretenses of norms and civility, not to mention constitutionality? Trump has been performing a public service for the past eight months— using himself as bait to lure these corrupt people and institutions further, and then further, and then even further, out into the open, out of the tall grass of doublespeak lies, pontification about preserving democracy and saving the republic. The key point many are missing as this fascinating drama to get Trump has unfolded these past few months is who's being exposed on the right as they frantically try to get Trump off the ballot for this next election. The left? Hell, we expect them to pull every dirty, rotten trick at their disposal. There's no revelation there at all. No new knowledge is gained from watching Democrats and fake news do their jobs. No. What's been quite illuminating is how Trump is flushing out those who've been secretly working with the Uniparty behind the scenes to steal elections to cover up election thefts and gaslight the base into moving on and accepting you lost and just try harder next time. And here I do not mean the usual con ink hacks pictured below. We haven't been listening to these people in years and we still don't. Ronna McDaniel, Carl Rove, Ben Shapiro, Jonah Goldberg, Rich Lowry, Bill Kristol, Stephen Hayes, George W. Bush, Mr. Meghan McCain, Ben Domenech, and Ann Coulter. I'm talking about people who spent the last years since the election theft pretending to be Trump, MAGA, America First supporters until they realized that Trump was not only serious about running again, he has a real shot at winning. All of a sudden, they turned out to not be all that enthusiastic about a Trump return to the White House. Not only have these former Trump supporters enthusiastically jumped aboard the sunken good ship DeSantis, they've all but swallowed their tongues when it comes to commenting on and criticizing the blatant lawfare being used against the man they hope to unseat for the GOP nomination. Suddenly, We were getting a barrage of Trump lost fair and square. He was just a shitty candidate in 2020. Nothing was stolen from him, Damn it! just move on already. On top of Trump has been indicted four times now. He can't win, so time to abandon him and find somebody this corrupt system will allow to win from people who up until about seven months ago were all rah, rah, rah Trump. Well, excuse me. You can't tell me Trump didn't have the 2020 presidential election stolen from him. Because I was there, Charlie. I lived through it. I covered the fucking election theft in real time. And then the evidence of the theft in multiple states like Georgia, Arizona, Pennsylvania, Michigan, Wisconsin, and Nevada. So when you tell me Trump just lost because he ran a bad campaign, Joe Biden got 81 million votes and you really need to drop this, you are insulting not just my intelligence but my hard work as a journalist. When your awesome gope Uniparty candidates also can't be bothered to comment in any real fashion on the full-scale, scorched earth, no-holds-barred lawfare being directed at the guy they hope to replace while they babble stupid shit like, He can't win. They won't get him, but they will let me win, so you need to vote for me. This fills me with a white-hot rage that is hard to describe, but I'll do my best. If you do not understand the hour in which you are living and you can't comment on the direct threat of a corrupt system attempting to put a political candidate in prison because it's the only way they can stop him, you are fucking useless. And you don't deserve any of our attention. You are not the man or woman for our time, so get fucking lost. The only one of these candidates who does not seem to be listening to the usual suspect political consultants is Vivek Ramaswamy. While DeSantis and Christie and Haley and Hutchinson and Pence all tiptoe gingerly around the issue, Vivek will go there and talk about What monumental threat our country is facing if the system has corrupted itself to the degree it will now openly seek to interfere in an upcoming presidential election by trying to jail the top challenger to a notoriously corrupt president. 2020 was not just another four-year election. It was the crime of the century. The American people had their choice nullified and were saddled with the Biden crime family. Instead, we can see all around us here in America and around the world, especially in Ukraine, how that crime has affected everything. And now they're gearing up to try to put Trump in prison because he legally and constitutionally protested and then litigated that blatantly stolen election because of what happened the last time we had one of these presidential elections, every single goober out there screeching that we need to try harder and work smarter as if this is just another ordinary election is in on it. Anybody not recognizing how the last election was stolen is not doing anything in good faith because of that everything they say immediately becomes suspect. This is why the DeSantis campaign was always, at its heart, utterly doomed. Sold out to its big donors, DeSantis could never openly and forthrightly talk about how Donald Trump had 2020 stolen from him, even if he had wanted to. Instead, DeSantis like all these other candidates not named Trump vying for the 2024 GOP nomination, warbles and burbles uselessly about campaigning smarter and trying harder to win in a rigged system stacked against them where the winner is going to be whoever it is that those pulling the strings have chosen, the one they have the most control over. I'm looking forward to the Tucker interview with Trump tonight as well as watching that grinning mugshot going viral around the world tomorrow. It could be that this former president has one remaining Trump card to play. We'll see what happens.